Rack, 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 ball, rack, 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 ball, rack. Frankie, what's up? We're back. Episode 7 of the Frankie and Dish Show here, coming at you live. Um, got a big show planned with our buddy Barchi coming on the show here to talk about his little trip, his little accident, um, some Brian Laundry talk too, with Brian Laundry spotting from Barchi maybe. Um, and we got a lot to cover tonight, a lot of drama going around in sports. So, Frankie, how we doing? I'm doing well, man. You know, it's been a, a week since we've talked. A lot has happened, whether it's good, bad, or ugly, depending on how you look at it. But, you know, I mean, overall, it's successful, successful weekend for for me. Not not with the wins that we came from my sport teams, but just in life lessons itself. Um, I don't know about you, but do you ever coach club ball when you're uh, – like to make extra money, like ever coach a club team or anything like that. Yeah, yeah sometimes. So, um, I used to if coach your this. Team's co- bad. It's awful. If your team's bad, it's an awful experience. Well, hear me out. So, I used to coach this team called HLC Hereford Lacrosse Club. I still, I'm still trying to help them out because the guys are going to be they're they're the next class they're going to recruit. They're 23, so they're juniors. They have one more season. So I'm trying to coach with them, but I got picked up by this team called Hard Shells. They're the B team for crabs, and these kids are eighth uh. graders. Eighth graders. I'm like, all right, let's let's see what happens. Like, they can't be that bad. We won our first game. I've been to two practices. And we won our first game of the day, five two. I was hype. I was talking shit with the other coaches. It's like, dude, we're we're fucking nice. Like, let's go. Here we go. Game two happens. We're facing loonies. I kid you not. I would have been an average sized kid on that roster. Oh my god, they were grown men. Our guys are like five foot six and below. We have a few kids who are like five eight, five nine. The majority are like five two, maybe maybe even tinier. They're all like five eight plus, and I'm just looking at there. I was like, this is a fucking joke, right? Like we're playing these kids like the same the same level. Fast forward the game, we lose like nine ten nothing. Terrible, not not even close. I think we had one shot on target. I'm like, okay, it's not that bad. But the main issue that pissed me off for that game was I put in a, we we were, we put in a zone called Army, just a simple three three basic zone. And I'm explaining, like, 30 minutes, explaining what it is. I'm like, hey, we're doing Army. You guys go here, here, here's how you do doing. The kids are like, I'm like, do you understand? We're going to mess up. Do you guys understand? Any questions? No one asks a question. I'm like, okay. I'm like, do you guys, I actually understand the zone. They say yes. This one kid goes in there, fucks up the whole zone. He's playing man-to-man. I was Army. Oh, I look at the coach. I don't know his, I don't know the kid's name. I'm like, coach, what's number two's name? He's like, oh, that's Hudson. I was like, Hudson, we're an Army. Army. They score a goal. <laughs> Dude, they score a goal. I call I call Hudson. I was like, Hudson, come here. Hudson, Hudson, come here. He comes jogging over, big smile on his face. Even though we're down like 8 nothing, he's smiling. I'm like, why the fuck are you smiling right now? I'm like, hey, Hudson. He's like, hey, coach. I'm like, do you know what Army is? He goes, uh, uh, I'm like, no, no, no. Yes or no? Do you know Army? He's like, uh, uh, I was like, yes or no? He's like, well, I mean, I kind of know, but I'm like, so the answer is no. He's like, no, sir, I don't know. I'm like, so when I was over there for 30 minutes, you wasted my time explaining when you could have asked the question? Kid's eighth grade, shitting his pants. Eventually, he goes like this, looks away at me. He's like, I'm sorry, coach. It's my fault. It won't happen again. I'm sorry, coach. It's my fault. I'm like, look at me. I'm going to use some bad language. Do you understand what I'm about to say? He's like, yes, sir. I'm like, I know it's your fucking fault. It's not my fucking fault. You didn't know the fucking defense. Why I explained for 30 minutes before the goddamn fucking game. Now we're out here losing eight and nothing. Look like goddamn fucking idiots. Get your shit together. Otherwise, you're not going back in. Went on to the third game. We lost fucking twelve nothing. We had two shots on cage. It was, dude. It's a dude. One one. Imagine like you make the B team of like a program, and rather than you called like 
the crabs. They call you the hard shells. <laughs> we were getting chirped. We were like, oh, look at the shells. And so these, these kids, like, FCA, not even our age group, like, the grade below us are chirping us. Like, look at the hard shells. Like, this kid's, like, six years old. I'm looking at him like, you're not going to be on the team in three years, you chubby fuck. Like, I'm not saying that to the kid, but I'm thinking it. Like, yeah. dude, it oh was. My God. Dude, that's a bad look. If you're called the hard shells, that's a bad look. Well, yeah, I mean. I told I forget, I forget I forget who I was talking to, but when I told someone we're called the hard shells, they laughed like is the A team called the soft shells? I was like, You fuck off, dude. Like, come on, man. I'm trying yeah. I'm just trying to make some extra money they're, real quick. They're called the crabs. They're called the crabs and then we got the hard shells over here. Yeah, dude. The hard shells are fucking <laughs> kids who just can't catch and throw and I'm like, You guys have to at least try. I had I had these kids sit down and I cussed at them. I try not to cuss at them because they're in eighth grade. But I hate losing and the fact that these kids sucked so bad and ruined my Sunday from watching the Ravens game. Pissed me the fuck off that I had to go watch us have three shots on target. Like, there's three shots total in two games. It's terrible when you're the defensive uh, coach. Face-offs. They were make it, take it. And yeah. then when we had the ball, our defense would panic and go full, um, full like, botch mode. I, I mean, I can't say hurt for words like that, but they just botch it, just throwing it to the other team, and then... Our goal is not bad, dude. He's a seventh grade playing up, but like the rest of the team just sucks. Like they are fucking horrible. Two kids are good. Everyone else should go find a new hobby called golf because they are not athletes. <laughs> they can't run. They're like they're like it's just they try yeah. though. That's all I ask for. Hey, you can only lead them to the watering hole. You can't force them to drink. Um, but sounds like a lot's going on in your life. Um, mm-hmm. But I know Barchi just got in here, so we're gonna bring him on actually now. If that's cool. You know, the, before you bring him on, the one thing I want to say is, Barchi, when you do listen, because I know you're going to listen, I hope I hope you are spewing knowledge for our fans because we're up to 25 average listeners, people. We're moving in the right direction now, you know? You know how it goes. You know how it goes. So we're going to bring him on here. I'm sure he's going to give us some great, great life takes. I'm excited to hear what he's got to say. I do. Here we go. Archie, what up? Nice haircut. Hey. Nice haircut. You're clean shaven. Yeah, you like that? Yeah, you look good, dude. What you up, dude? Good. What up, you know, you What's know, up, Archie? Archie, you look like you're ready to like enlist in the Navy. <laughs> yeah, actually, it was pretty funny because I got a haircut and asked, asked the lady, I, want, I said I want a little bit longer on top to style it, and she barely spoke English. She said, okay, gotcha. <laughs> and then she turned me around in the chair so I wasn't looking at the mirror. And at the end, she flips it. There's nothing there. So, dude, well, it looks like good. It. it looks good oh, yeah. on you, dude. Thank you look you like much older. That. You look much older and ready to join the army or something. I like it a lot. Yeah, recruit I'll, me. I would say you look more mature. You look more mature. So that's a good thing. Thanks, Frank. Look at that beard. It's a little more trimmed up now, dude. I used to have like the little mountain beard, and uh, my mom thought I was hideous, and my brothers called me an inbred. And then I cleaned it up, and now they're like, "There you are. Like you look more presentable." You know, it looks great, but you know, you could definitely rock an epic like handlebar mustache, like just to. Oh, I, I'm, I'm thinking about it, dude. Maybe, it maybe for a uh, November, November, you might just go, <laughs> yeah. go full, full thing at you. <laughs> you could pull that off, actually, Bronky. You look good. I don't know about. I, I always look good. You guys stop flattering me. Come on, I'm blushing too much right now. <laughs> dude, do that and like grow your hair out a little bit. You know. Come on, I'm not growing my. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not doing that part. <laughs> I, my my hair's too thin for growing it out. I'm not trying to grow it out and look like a goddamn scrub. Only only some people can have long hair. 
Yeah, I gotta get my cut. But yeah. Marty, how's the Seattle life going? Have you hung out with the buddy, with our buddy yet? No, you know it, <laughs> the only part Bree. So I moved out here with Bree, my girlfriend, and she's she's made friends already. She uh, downloaded Bumble, and at first I was like, you know, what the, who the fuck is that? <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, <laughs> hang up. Wait a second. Yeah, but there's a Bumble's friends version, so she's been using that. And it's just all chicks. She's just, you can, it's weird though. Cause like, then she goes on like first dates, you know, she's like, you want to grab coffee, blah, blah, blah. And they go out and like, it literally feels like she said it felt like a date, you know, but it's oh her friend. Gosh. Yeah. And I like, mean, are they like cool people or are they like total weirdos or what's the deal? I think it's a mixed bag, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dude, that would be even more awkward. You're meeting up with like a quote unquote friend and it's like some strange dude. Like that would yeah. be so possible. Or imagine she was lesbian and she was just using the friends bumble as like a way to like. <laughs> well, that could be yeah. a good thing. That could be a good thing for you though. Like if you play your cards right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. I she asked me if I was gonna download it. I was like, no. Nah, I'll just do it the old-fashioned way. Yeah. The old meet and greet. Go up and introduce yourself. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> but is that where you went to that bar too? Give us a little background of that bar that you sent me a picture of. Yeah, so the this <laughs> dude. Yeah, Frog. So so we went out for the first time with one of Bree's new friends. Wait, and, wait, wait. Uh, Sorry, not only is this a bumble friend or is this like a This is an old friend who actually lives in Hawaii, like our friend uh Joey Del State, um and Noah. But that's pretty cool. Yeah, they it literally is a similar deal and I guess like Seattle's so close that they can just fly back and forth pretty easily. Um so she was in town and we met up with her and her friends and we went to some bar and like beforehand, like I was looking up because they wanted to meet up really late. So Bree and I were like, yeah, let's go grab a drink somewhere downtown. I don't know the area at all. I'm like looking up reviews and I find a place called Unicorn. So we're like, fuck it, we'll go there. Cause it had top reviews on like literally like six different sites. So we go to this place called Unicorn and we go downstairs and it's like, as you'd expect, a place called Unicorn. Everything's like rainbow and like there's some absurd shit, but it's like a huge bar and it's like kind of thick. Like it seems like it's just like everyone was our age or younger, you know, right. dive bar. But then there was a vending machine. I sent Dylan a picture and it was just filled with like stuffed animals, but then not just so it was like 50 50 stuffed animals and dildos. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't, it was a claw machine, a claw machine. Claw machine, yeah, yeah. Did you, yeah. play the, did you play the call machine? Nah, there's nothing I was looking for in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, Dude, I mean, Seattle's a little different. It, it, it that, That's what you get. You either get you get the weed stores or bars like Unicorns where you yeah. get get the dealers. I don't know what happened to Dislix there. I thought he was frozen there as fuck for a second. Yeah, uh, it's, it broke up for some reason. But, dude, are you... Oh, no, he, he's still going out and all that stuff. But how, how When did you move to Seattle? Like, yeah, so we just got to, we've been here for like two weeks, two, two weeks. and a half weeks here. So, uh, yeah, yeah, we just did this huge road trip because we were just moving, we were moving from Maine to Seattle. And we like, okay. I mean, really just wanted to go to the West Coast and we had a place to stay luckily in Seattle. So, is that um, where your sister used to live or my mom's family? Your mom, that's what yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, so here we are. And we did, yeah, we decided to turn the, the move into a whole like trip you know so we got a little camper trailer little camper and we did a two and a half month true journey across the u.s so what was they the made, uh... 
They yeah, made a stop in Bloomington, Frankie. Oh yeah, they did make a stop. I was gonna ask you what was the what was your favorite state that you stopped in on that road trip? If you had like a favorite spot you saw or favorite town you visited yeah. or anything like that. Oh, uh, that's tough. Uh, I was just I was pulling up the map real quick just so I could show kind of like a rough. Oh wow, that's unfortunate. A rough route, but um, probably my favorite place. That's tough. I don't know. Montana was awesome. Uh, we went horseback riding, did a bunch of fishing. Uh, Oregon was pretty sweet. Uh, honestly, Utah, we had a really great time in Utah. Um, yeah, what happened? It's a special. Yeah, yeah. So Utah is a special place for me because I uh, I worked out there at Zion National Park for like two months, um, a few summers back. But uh, yeah, we had a good time. So I have an old buddy. His name is Tyler Fudge. Everyone just calls him Fudge. So we were going to go meet up with Fudge, and, and he lives in Moab, Utah, which is, like, crazy, crazy place. Like, um, it's, like, the off-roading capital of the world, too. Like, all these, like, um, off-road vehicles, they test them at this one, like, grant, like I don't even know what they call off-road course right out of town. And he works at, like, an off-road Jeep place. So he took us, he like grabbed one from work and took us on this like epic uh, tour doing some off-road stuff, like serious, like going up, like I'm hanging in my seatbelt type of stuff because it's such a steep, you know, descent. Um, we did some like rock climbing, canyoneering, and then he lives, my fudge, my friend lives with two <laughs> skydivers. So these two people work at skydiving place like, all the time. And we're there for like four or five days. And then by the end of it, they've been talking to us like in my ear the whole time, like, go do it, whatever. So we finally give in the last day. We're like, fuck it, we're going to go. And it actually gets, it, there's a storm and it actually gets canceled. But we're like, fuck it, we're in. So we wait another day and we go. And I, I've told Dylan this like a while back, Frank, I, this may be news to you. All right. So basically <clears throat> we go skydiving and, uh, Oh, I remember seeing the photos. Yeah, yeah, I remember seeing photos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, we go skydiving, and, you know, it's supposed to be super chill. Like, I'm also pretty worried the whole time, you know what I mean? Like, I'm like, we're up there. Like, we finally get up in the plane, and I'm like, I'm sketching pretty hard. And I'm like, double-checking, because he clips you in. Because you, <laughs> you go tandem, right, for the first yeah. time. You go with, like, an instructor, like, strapped to you. But, like, I'm sketching pretty hard the whole time. Like, when he's clipping in, I'm, like, turning around, like, checking the clips, making sure they're, like, secured, like... <laughs> You know, yeah. Yeah. I uh, would do the same, <laughs> dude. And yeah, you get pushed out of a little plane and they don't give you any time to think about it. Like you're just up there for so long. It's packed. They just open up this whole door. They just start pushing people out. And so we go, I go it's, and we're, I'm coming down the last person too, which is scary in itself. Cause it's just me and my instructor with the last people. And I'm just like looking over, he just shoves us out the edge. And then it's a 55 second free fall, like just straight falling. And then a three minute, like just under three minute, you know, parachute ride down. Um, and the way that they do it is basically there's like this like landing zone, right? And they drop you right over and then you kind of like zigzag down. And so first of all, we're coming down and basically like since the landing zone isn't that big, they kind of, everyone kind of drops all at once, you know, single file. The girl in front of me, her parachute all of a sudden busts off and starts flopping away in the wind. And they had to pull their, 
emergency secondary. They only have two. Yeah. And when that happens, my instructor, who's on my back, just starts laughing his ass off. He's like, oh, he's like, Justin had to use his secondary. That's so fucking funny. Like, he thinks it's, like, you know, insane. You know, so. <laughs> so, uh. And then I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, I'm, you know, that I'm scared as fuck. And we keep going down, and everyone lands. It's our turn to land. And they keep doing these zigzags. And when they do these zigzags, basically it's like a 180 spin corkscrew kind of. And you pick up a ton of speed. So you pick up speed, and then you, and then you like, coast out. 180 speed, coast out. So we're about to do our last 180 twist at the bottom. We're probably, like, 30 feet up, 35 feet up. He does this corkscrew. We're coming in for the landing. All of a sudden, I just noticed we never come up. And we just fucking plummet straight into the ground from like 30 feet up. And yeah, and I'm under him too. Like, it's hard to describe, but I'm, since I'm the person in front, I just get smashed into the ground. <laughs> and my friend Fudge even showed up to the landing to like, you know, he wanted to cheer me on. And she said that we just wildly flew in from over his head, smashed into the ground. He was just like, where's Ben? He said I almost smashed it, hit his head, hit the ground. He said we, we bounced probably 12 feet, 10 to 12 feet, and then slid for like six or seven. Oh, my God. Is what he said. Yeah, dude. And broke, he... broke, broke my tailbone, bruised a bunch of ribs. Oh, my God. So you actually got hurt seriously hurt, knee. dude. Oh, my God. Dude. Dude, you were like close to death, I feel like. I was, I was dude, if I had landed, because they tell you to lift your legs. Yeah. So they, you know, the instructor catches you and like runs it off. So like you're put in a terrible position where if you fuck, if he fucks up the landing like he did, you just smash on your ass and your tailbone. It was like so it was a slightly different angle, dude. I could have been paralyzed did, easily. Did did they have you like sign a waiver and all that so you can't like press charges? I, yeah, but they were still. I feel like even if you, no matter, I signed. I probably wrote my signature like 20 times, the most I've ever done, but. I don't know if you can cover for negligence. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, exactly, dude. So, no, you can't, dude. That'd be like you going to jail, you you signing something, and then the cop coming in and shooting you and you dying. Yeah. <laughs> but, oh, hey, all, all, all in all, <laughs> all in all, was it worth like, it to go skydiving? No, no. No? It was, it, was, it was cool for, like, you know, that four minutes and three minutes and 55 seconds, but, uh, yeah. Dude, I would have, like, nightmares about that. Dude, I'm, like, slightly scared yeah, of heights now. Yeah, like, PTSD. Yeah. Dude, was the, and the instructor was perfectly fine. No, nah, he he apparently, like, twisted his ankle. But the funny thing, too, is, like, you know, I was telling someone this story the other day, and they were just, like, so, like, I mean, was he professional? What was he? And I was, like, I mean, he wasn't even that professional. Like, during, like, that last, like, three seconds i remember so vividly like just like okay we're coming down okay he's gonna pull up we're about to pull up oh what the fuck and then just like he never pulled <laughs> up you know and he's right in my ear the whole time and he's all i hear is this fuck as we're like <laughs> flying down. oh my gosh dude that was yeah. i mean itself how old was this guy had to be like early 30s latest most probably like late 20s so and you're just, you're just laying there on the ground in severe but, pain, dude. He claimed he had over a thousand flight, uh, like you know, flights. I wouldn't jumps, drops, I guess. Jumps, jumps, drops, yeah, somewhere that. And 
And I just, yeah, I told him, like, you said you had a thousand drops. I was fired the fuck up when we hit. I mean, actually, the scariest part of the whole thing was we hit, and then we bounced and just slid for a while, and then I was just laying there with my eyes closed, and everyone comes running over before I start freaking out on the guy. And the scariest part of the whole thing was they were just like, can you feel your legs? Like, do you have any feeling in your, like, feet? And I was just like, holy shit, you know, that's, this is serious, you know? Oh my gosh, dude! I have a, yeah. What's it like to break your tailbone? Like, can you sit anywhere? Could you walk? Like, what, like what's that like? So yeah, for, I like right after this happened, we went. We were like the next day, we were supposed to go to Bryce National Park and Bryce Canyon, and so we just went and got a hotel for like five days. I just laid in bed for like three or four, and then after that, I could walk around, but like my legs were also pretty hurt, and my like the impact was so intense, my feet busted through the front of both my shoes so like you know it's just like oh my god dude. everything it rattled every bone in my body basically but dude i'd uh, be like mentally shooken up too yeah dude and uh but no you can i could walk around like literally five days after it happened Bree, my girlfriend and i did like a walk it, was, it wasn't a hike but it was like a mile and a half walk through bryce i was in pain like fucked on but uh but you can't sit that's the thing for like i'm still it still hurts me to sit sometimes like yeah and take eight to ten weeks so you get this like you look like such a fucking dumbass you have a uh donut pillow so it's like (laughs) you you bring it into a restaurant you're holding like a fucking red donut (laughs) yeah and you have to set it down and your tailbone goes right in the hole in the middle And no one really knows what's wrong because you don't have a cast or anything. I look like an idiot, dude. I, I'm sitting on a donut and I can't get up. Like I'm like I'm like skipping chair up and I'm like, like it looks yeah, it looks bad. Because I know for a fact no one's like, oh look at that guy, he broke his tailbone. They're all no like, one knows. They're like, look at that guy, what is he doing? <laughs> Freak. Yeah. Oh that's god. That's crazy. Yeah, so. Damn, dude. Every single thing that's bad happened to you has been like a. Uh, like red flags shoot off beforehand and it's been like you getting peer pressured and like you saying no four times before being convinced into it even though there's like all these red flags beforehand but you're just like kind of go f it and i feel like every single time you're in one of those situations it goes poorly (laughs) (laughs) and you want to know so actually that's funny you said because the biggest red flag that i got you know the biggest red flag that i got before we went skydiving was fudge lives with two skydivers remember and it's a couple it's a guy and a girl and the girl was wearing a fucking neck brace like when we got there she was wearing a neck brace because i guess like if the parachute isn't packed right they like pack it really particularly into the backpack if it's not packed right then it opens super abruptly like a whiplash like crazy can fucking break your neck and that's what happened to her so like upon arrival you know it was like there was like okay there's a fucking trained professional that broke his neck and I was like, well i mean like that, that that's that's the red flag <laughs> you should have taken that that's all i need to see yeah, yeah. come on now oh my gosh dude that's yeah, like yeah. i i was gonna go skydiving one time and i was about to go skydive with my ex-girlfriend because she really wanted to do it and then on the news it said two dead in skydiving accident. I said, well, that's all I need to see. I don't need to go skydiving now because Holy shit. that was the sign yeah. I know not to go. Like, shit Good like that you. happens all the time, dude. Like, I'm glad you only had a broken tailbone. That sucks. But like like you said, it could have been a lot worse with the landing you had. Like, yeah. Jesus, dude, that's scary. 
scary as fuck. Yeah, I got I got pretty lucky, honestly. Not that I would have gone before, but after hearing that story, I'll definitely probably never go. Now. It was not worth it. Yeah, and did you got a refund though, right? Yeah, and so did Bree, and she like paid for like the hundred dollar film and shit. So she got kind of hooked. They also <laughs> gave us like a thousand dollars for like you know medical expenses and shit. So. Well, that's nice of them. At least they did that. Cause they, I mean, it's not like they were the ones that broke your tailbone, I guess. But, like <laughs> it was either they do that or they're out of business. Yeah, yeah, because I would have left some fucked up reviews. Yeah. <laughs> Dylan, Dylan did leave a review, and I, I actually asked him to take it down. Dude, it was a good review too. It was hilarious. Yeah, Dylan took the perspective of like somebody in line behind us that witnessed the shit or something. It was so funny. <laughs> yeah, but it was too intense. Marky was like, "Yo, appreciate it, but you gotta take that down." Yeah. <laughs> uh, dude, yeah. they are lucky. You're like just like a 24 year old dude and not some like 52 year old man who would have gotten probably more hurt you know what i mean and, seriously dude and like gone through actually the process of like suing them too is, is yeah. there like a, is there like an age limit that you have to be to go skydiving like do you have to be like 16 and up like you know for like certain roller coasters like you have to be like this big yeah. like this old or anything like i that? don't i don't know there was it was sort of like fat shaming though i felt like because every <laughs> every pound you're over a 200 pounds you have to pay a dollar so i paid like 30 dollars over that is fat, dude. You're a big boy. It's not like it's not like you're fat. You're just a, a big human. You're like six dude. four, six five. Like yeah. they weighed me on the site. <laughs> they have a weight on site, and they're just like, oh, thirty pounds overweight, thirty bucks. Like, yeah, I mean, dude, if you're like three hundred pounds, like no way you should be going skydiving. Yeah, but that that's different. But like being like his normal build for his body size, and you're like, oh, you're fat. It's like well, you're not. You're just bigger than most people. Yeah, dude, I feel like they should just not allow people that are over 200 pounds. I, for anybody listening, if you're over 200 pounds, don't go skydiving. Yeah, that's how that's how you get the whiplash or you break your <laughs> tailbone. Dude, the kite just, like, didn't – what the guy said, he was like – he told me that the kite just didn't catch the wind right. Like, there was too much weight, and he should – like, he should have applied the brake sooner, I guess, is whatever. How, how, big, how big was the instructor, though, like – he was my height too, but he was skinny. But still, probably combined weight, probably like 400, 450. Sounds like user error either way. <laughs> yeah. Error. Sounds like it wasn't going to go well no matter what. Yeah. Just... Yeah. But, uh, you know, speaking of uh, the road trip and like kind of like bad signs, you guys hear all the all the news about Gabby Petito? Is yeah. That the, is that the Long Island chick? Yeah, and I literally just saw like 30 minutes ago an update that they may have found his body or his remains. You mean her? Yeah. No, him. Him. Her, him. Yeah, they had already found hers a while like ago. Like the boyfriend. Yes. I'm saying yeah. him. Yeah. Like, he, like the boy, the boyfriend's dead. Yeah, well, they think so. They found like, what, Dylan? Like, what they could have, like, bones or like remains yeah. next to his old, next to his backpack. But they only confirmed his backpack. They didn't confirm his remains. Yeah, I'm confused by that though. Like, what did he do? Chop himself up? <laughs> like, what well, do you he's mean? Been his remains meet. Like, what is that? He's mean? been missing for 37 days in uh, Everglades, like the swamps of Florida. So, like, maybe he got fucking picked apart by birds, or some shit. Or maybe he just found other remains and he's just on the run, new identity. Dude. That would be yeah, that'd be wild. That would be wild. He just put other other bones there, and he's just living a different oh. life. 
Holy shit. You, you were in Moab the same time, dude. Do you have any recollection of coming in contact? Yeah, I plead the fifth. No, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Um, we, yeah, dude, we were actually in no Grand Tetons or Moab. We yeah. were literally like, I like we could have passed each other on the highway, like us and them, because literally we were at the Grand Tetons 10 days or less before they were there. And I think they were in Utah, so we literally like passed each other, I think. Dude, that's crazy. Wild. Yeah, I mean, you guys could have been like, no chance you guys were at the campground at the same time? Could have been. I don't know. Could have been, dude. That's dude, crazy. I saw, I also saw a video today of like, people in the guy's parents yard and like the dad comes out and gets in the guy's face and like gets in a screaming match because they're because the brian laundry's parents are just being harassed for what because like they had like the guy came home to them for a few days without the girlfriend like that's kind of suspect mm, like why yeah. were why weren't the parents like yo where's your girlfriend that you left with like i heard he got a lawyer right away too yeah yeah Nice. Like definitely came home and like was guilty as shit. The parents didn't do anything about it. So Yeah, that's true. I wonder what he told his parents, you know? Dude, I mean either way, no matter what you tell him, like that's suspect. Like Yeah. I'd be like, Where's your girlfriend, bro? <laughs> like Yeah. Were, were were they doing like a cross country type thing like that you did also? Or were they just like out there? Yeah. Yeah, um, and dude, in the video where they got pulled over and she have you, I don't know if you've seen like the video prompt of like her like it's like the police footage. I did, I've footage seen still photos. Like crying. Yeah, like after she got like yeah, beaten yeah. up or something like that. That was literally at the entrance of, of uh, fuck, um, Arches National Park, which is like, Arches National Park is like basically ten minutes from downtown Moab. So like right where we were staying, they got pulled over right at the entrance. So like such a public spot. Like, and apparently they got pulled over. Like, the story is bizarre because, like, she, like, the car, someone reported that they were fighting. And then the cop, like, f- was following them and then saw him swerve and hit the curb. And apparently she was hitting him while he's driving. That's. But, like, but, but the initial report was that he was, like, hitting her in public or something like that. It's just super messy. Like, something that means that they were in a toxic relationship and probably should have been broken up before they went yeah. on a cross country road trip together you know i'm just yeah. just Big saying time. like yeah. there are red flags we should be looking for yeah uh, anyway barchi it's been real yeah thanks for having me on boys dude it, it's it's always a pleasure talking to you i mean i i hope we keep in touch soon i'm uh, upset you're not coming back this week and back to the grove but you know hopefully you come I back know. Hopefully you come back east soon. That's all I can say. Come back east. Yeah, we, yeah. We, we need our Barchi time. <laughs> Hell yeah. Appreciate that, Frank. Or have us come west. Either or. Yeah, dude. Honestly, let me get let me get my own place and we'll have a big boys trip in Seattle. I'm down. Hell I like right. Seattle from the like day I was there, so I'm down. <laughs> all right. And no skydiving, baby. But Yeah. No skydiving. Stay out of those planes. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. Hey, good all talking, right. though, Barchi. Enjoy your night, boss. Thanks, guys. Peace. Peace. Well, that was a great story from Barchi. Uh, skydiving. For all you listeners out there, be sure to not go skydiving. If you do, don't do it somewhere suspect. That's for sure. Um, but it's always good having Barchi on. We're going to talk. 
We have some hot topics on life. We got some Kyrie Irving, Ben Simmons talk coming up, followed with some NBA, um, and then our usual NFL pickles. So stay tuned. So before we jump into some Ben Simmons and Kyrie Irving bitch talk, um, we're going to dive into a new segment of ours here, Frankie. Um, it's going to be question of the day. Question of the day, all right? Question of the Wednesday here on the Frankie and Diz Show where passion meets the mic. Question today is if you were could choose any fictional sports team to be on, what would you choose? I'll, I'll start off. I'm going with Team Globo Gym, baby. Team Globo Gym from Dodgeball. Can't you just imagine me? <laughs> Dude, and I'd be the enemy, and I'm gonna I'm gonna destroy the average shows, dude. I don't know how Globo Jim loses that matchup. You just look at both sides, and I'm taking the ball and I'm firing as hard as I possibly can at the guy in the glasses head, and then at the, at the dumbass female's head, dude. You gotta get mean. You gotta get angry. That's how he wins. Now, dude, that's actually a good team. Global Jim, you would fit in perfectly with Laser, Blazer, Michelle, and Blade, and all those people. You would fit in perfectly because you guys all think you're better than everyone else. But, you know, I'm going to go a little more differently. Um, the team I would like to join, this is a tough one, dude. Like, you can go the Little Giants, the Mighty Ducks. You can go, like, all these different teams. But, you know, when you read this question, one team and one sport stuck out to me in my mind. And that is I would like to be a member of the Milwaukee Beers, of the basketball team movie where you play Baseball, basketball, whatever it is, combination, drink beers and all that stuff. You know, that's what I want to want to be. I wanna be a I wanna be a beer. Go go beers. I'm in Milwaukee. It's a great time. It's a great movie. If you guys haven't seen it yet, check it out and you'll understand why Milwaukee beers are the future. Alright. I could be a little bush light. I could yeah, be a little bush you know, light. A little, little bush light, a little Miller's light. Remember we are sponsored, Miller's light, baby. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. You know who's gonna be on the Milwaukee beers here soon though? Ben Simmons and Kyrie Irving. They're soon going to join the team because Ben Simmons, let me tell you, fellas, is probably the biggest clown show in America. And this is this is what the 76ers need to do about Ben Simmons. Let me just get this straight. This is what they need to do. Suspend him for tonight. That's fine. They're on, they were on the road. But Friday night, he needs to be in the starting lineup. He needs to be not only just playing, but he needs to at least be in the starting lineup and introduced as a starter to go out on the court because this is what they got to do to him. They got to throw him in front of the Philly crowd and make him be ashamed and get booed <laughs> so hard, so hard. You, you, if he's you, not in the starting lineup tomorrow, I think that's a huge mistake on Doc Rivers. I think they should boo him and Joe Ellen Beach should pump up the crowd while while they're booing him. So you just want you just want him to go out there and have Philly just ragged all him yeah. with all these insults uh, and all dude. that stuff. Well, what, what, would, what would happen if he, like, makes a great play, like makes a dunk or something like that? Keep booing him, or would you guys start cheering? No, no, you start cheering. But as soon as he goes to the foul line, boo him so hard. No longer cheers for him to the foul line. You're booing him when he's on the free throw line. I'm okay with that one. Boo him when he's on the free throw line. But, like, other than that, I mean, like, what, what, what if you guys are booing him while he's dribbling the ball? He's dribbling that the ball. That would be so funny. Boo! That he's so dribbling the ball. Funny. He passes it off. You guys all cheer. Hey! Pass back in. Boo! <laughs> that would be so funny, dude. I'm telling you, that's what Doc Rivers owes to Philly fans. Is they ha- I mean, owes to at least start him and make sure his name's introduced so he can hear the boos. Dude, the thing I want to say about the Ben Simmons factor, it's like, dude, if you think about it, it's like, could you imagine if you were either a player or a coach, if you're coaching, but you're told to do something or you're telling someone to do something, and the guy just doesn't do it, like like, hey, Diz, go 
go take some shots on that cage. Like, go, go get ready to get warmed up. And he was like, no. Wow. He's <laughs> yeah. like, all right, Dude, get, get the – he showed up to practice in sweatpants and his phone in his pocket. Yeah, it's like, like, all right, then get the fuck out. Get the fuck out. And he's like, okay, big smile on your face. Like, what the hell, dude? Like, like what is this? We're prof- like, this is a professional making millions of dollars. This is not and just you're you're not just practice. playing you're not just playing the game for fun anymore. You're getting paid to go do this. This is your actual job. Yeah, this is my biggest problem about Ben Simmons. He was bad at his job last year, or at least bad consistently for three or four years at shooting the basketball. Did nothing to improve. Nothing to improve it was still so bad, and it finally cost them a playoff series, and the fans let him know about it, and he was upset. So he did a bad job at his at his uh, job, did a poor job at his job that he gets paid millions of dollars for. People let him know he did a poor job, and he bitched, whined, and cried and said, get me out of here. Well, the two, Not, the, Don't fire me, just trade me. The two if things, you do a poor job at your job, people are going to let you know, bro. The two things I'm going to say about this is, number one, is like, I see film of him, like, not in an actual game, but like, in the offseason, he can shoot the ball. Like, I don't know why he just doesn't do it in the game. Like, like I've seen him make threes, dude, like, in practice, in the offseason. Like, he's making these shots. So, I, it just blows my mind there. But the other thing I have to say is, you see what Embiid said to, about Simmons and all that stuff recently? Dude. I became the biggest. I was already a huge Embiid fan, but after that, I was like, this guy's a legend. He, um, he hit the nail in the coffin. I was very happy with what he said. I mean, it's just like, dude, like, I, like this guy's kind of like just – he's just being a distraction. Philly won't succeed this year unless they trade away Ben Simmons. He needs to be gone. You can't be asking for five first-round picks, wherever the fuck they are. You literally just trade him as soon as possible because as long as he's there, he's going to be a cancer and just immediate distraction. You guys won't, do, uh, won't be successful, in my opinion. No, but I don't want. The thing is, I don't want them to trade him. I I want them. Oh, to you keep enjoy him. You just enjoy this. You're you're and enjoying. Just, and just keep suspending him. Just keep suspending keep, him. Don't give him what he wants. Keep keep like, finding him. him. Keep 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 taking his money back and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. And if he keeps like being a distraction, just suspend him so he doesn't get paid. Don't give the guy what he wants. I mean, Otherwise, I don't. I I I I don't. I'm not saying. I'm not saying give it. Give give what the guy wants. But I'm saying for like the team to succeed for the goals that you Philly fans always have, which is playoffs and lose um that's what you want like you guys won't be able to achieve that if he's on the team like like he just like at, at this yeah, point are they going to be able to achieve it if they just get rid of him for nothing like what are they going to be able to give no, him? you can't give him away for nothing but like you can't be asking for like five five first round picks they don't want first round picks the thing is they want a all-star player that's going to like trade, trade to the rockets you get eric gordon off the out of the rockets he could be a good shooter for you guys to open up the court Eric Gordon? Yeah. No, dude. If they trade Ben Simmons for Eric Gordon, well, not just Eric Gordon. I'm just I just named one player off the Rockets, but I'm saying send him there so that he, he I don't loses. Want any guys off the Rockets? Well, you need a shooter because otherwise he gets too crowded. Like that's dude, what I'm saying. If they go and get like CJ McCollum, if they trade him for like CJ McCollum or something, I'll be cool with that. But you know, From Portland. He, he's but CJ's not leaving. I don't know, dude. They could. I. But the thing is, this would be the greatest deal for both teams. If they traded Ben Simmons for Kyrie Irving, and I would hate that so much because I I cannot stand Kyrie Irving, but it would make both teams better. Why? What? Hey, why? Why you brought his name up? Let, let's just hear it. Let's just hear it. Give me, give me some some new info on why you hate Kyrie Irving. Like, what is it? Is it the fact that he's not getting the vaccination, or is it the fact that he's just a bum? Dude, Kyrie Irving's been the biggest bum in all of sports for the last six years. That guy's yeah. a total fraud. Your guy's a total fraud, and he doesn't. People don't let him know about it. He's a, so oblivious to like reality, is what that guy is. So oblivious to reality and how how good and fortunate he is 
and he just doesn't realize it. He was playing with the best player in the entire world of all time. He took that and for granted, guy, dude. He took that for granted. And before the greatest player of all time came to his team, he was the worst team in the league for three consecutive years. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, the best player of all time comes to your team, and you're winning a, nat- a championship, and you're like, get me out. This isn't good. Because he's, his ego is so damn large to where he couldn't just be a player and win. He needed to be he needed to be this all-star and he was an all-star. That's when he was playing his best basketball was when LeBron James was with him. He goes to Boston. First game, before the first game, he announces that he's coming back without even playing a game and then like acts like he didn't say that and wants to leave. That guy is the biggest bum of all time, dude. He also he also said that he wanted like his jersey hunting the rafters there. It's like, no, dude. you don't. No, he's such, and then he and then he goes out and he sits. He just misses games whenever he wants because he's like, I need a personal day, two or three days off. Last year he sits out for a full week due to personal day after missing the last year due to injury and COVID. The guy hadn't played in a year, had a year off to take as many personal days as he needed, and there was time to play basketball. And he missed like a week, like two separate times to take personal time off. Like, well, you what know, the fuck do you think this is, buddy? You know what pisses me off about Kyrie though? It's like. He wanted Kevin Durant to come play with him in Brooklyn, and then yeah. he he's not been playing with KD. K, KD's literally doing everything by himself. I mean, he has James Harden, but it's like KD joined there thinking he was going to play with Kyrie, and then Kyrie's there for like what thirty games, if that. And it's like, yeah, and he dude, Kyrie Irving think tries to be. He thinks he's Muhammad Ali, and he's not. He's the biggest bum of all time. No, dude. Kyrie, Kyrie Kyrie thinks he's fucking Jesus Christ, dude, as the second coming. Yeah, dude, he thinks he's like this great role model. And he's actually a horrible role model. He he, oh. he does he does do some good things with like donations and all that stuff, but like the setting the the example he's giving kids, but like you can just sit out if you complain you'll get your way. If you're doing this, you just fight against it. And people will come 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 for you. He's like that's not how life works. You you don't yeah. always get what you want. That's life. He's a total bum, and he's getting paid. Oh my god, dude, that guy is probably he he's just a terrible. Just seems like a terrible terrible human being. Actually, I mean, you know, dude. you know, uh, I'm glad you brought up. Terrible, terrible human beings. Because you know who is also a terrible, terrible human being, in my opinion? It's not just human beings. This is, this is like, actual bad people. How about Tennessee with Ole Miss recently, dude? <laughs> dude, dude, I just got out of class. I got out of class, and we talked about that. That shit was... I was watching it live, though, too, dude. And it was so funny, honestly. So funny. The f- but at the same time, it was, kind of, it was, like, out of control. It wasn't like they were just throwing trash, though. They were throwing, like random objects that they knew that they were like, we're going to lose this game, so let's have stuff ready to throw at Lane Kiffin. Like, yeah, but the thing is, when they th- were throwing stuff, they still had a chance to win. And this was dude, this was the best part of that game. It's, it's delayed for 20 minutes. They still have a chance to win because Ole Miss got the ball, but they had three timeouts. So Tennessee calls their three timeouts, makes Ole Miss punt, punt it, and they get the ball at the 50-yard line or get it all the way down to the 25 with three seconds to go. Last play, and at this point, like a couple plays earlier, the Tennessee starting quarterback got hurt, so the backup had to come in. Three seconds ago, they hike the ball. The quarterback drops out, starts panicking, runs out of the pocket, runs for like 10 yards, and just runs out of bounds. <laughs> no. And the game was over. They no. lost. It was the last play of the game should have been a Hail Mary, and he runs 10 yards and just runs out of bounds. <laughs> Dude. So so all that happened for their quarterback on the last play of the game to run out of bounds. You know, unbelievable. Uh, you know what you know what Coach Stewie Moan would say? I can't put you in if you don't know the timer situation. You have to be aware. He, he's right. He's like 
That's like the J.R. Smith with LeBron James. Like, dude, how are you not going to be able to know how much time's left, the down, the distance, the score? How are you not going to know all that stuff? Yeah, I mean, J.R. Smith was smoking crack in the locker room, though. I mean, J.R. Smith is also a Division <laughs> One or Juco college golfer right now, so good for him. Yeah, the rumors came out for that. He, he showed up to the NBA Finals high. Yeah, those aren't rumors. Those are actual facts. Yeah, it's as simple as that. He showed up high, but... Anyway, staying on the NBA talk, Frankie, we're going to go. Uh, season started up. Um, some guys looked great last night. Lakers did not look good because West Brick was god-awful. Was the worst player on the floor, and it wasn't even close. He was that bad. Um, but Giannis looked like a beast. LeBron looked really well, shooting a lot of threes, but he played extremely well, which is incredible to see. Year 19, he's still going to be the best player in the league. Um, but MVP picks and finals picks for this year, Franke. I'm going to go MVP. I'm, I'm going to go, I don't know, Liam, I'm going to say Bobby Portis. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Let me, let me hear your real MVP. I want to hear you. I don't want to <laughs> Bobby, Bobby. I know you Bobby. love Bobby, but who's your real MVP? I need to hear this. Um, dude, I'll say this. If, if I could trust Embiid to be healthy all year, I think he'd be the hands-on favorite. I would choose him yeah. for sure but I can't trust for him to be healthy. So I'm going to say Giannis wins it again. Um, seeing what he did last night, it looks like he got a little better shooting from the perimeter. And he, the guy is just a beast. He does everything on both ends of the floor. Rebounding, he's unstoppable. Um, and he plays so hard every single night. So I'm going with Giannis as the MVP. Yeah, I think, I think Giannis would be the safe bet. Um, the other two guys that come to mind, if you are talking about MVPs, Besides Giannis and a healthy and beat, healthy and beat, I thought it was his until he got hurt. Um, but if not those two, I think Jokic maybe back to back, depending on how the Nuggets do. I think the Nuggets could shock people with Murray coming back, and if they have a good season, like could be him. But I think KD, I think Kevin Durant might make a big year as an MVP this year. Um, but I think Giannis is the safest bet. Like you said, he looked unstoppable last night. Um, dark horse, my dark horse right now, guys. If everyone wants a real, real dark horse. It's uh his name's Ant Edwards on the Timberwolves and you know he's just leading them to a one and zero record against the Rockets tonight and he's looking fucking fuego. He's still a ways below. He's I would put Lamelo Ball have a better chance than him. But he's not better. Lamelo's not better than Anthony Edwards. I'm 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 a hard believer of that. What I saw tonight, Lamelo might be guy dropped like six threes tonight. And what I saw tonight, Ant had like thirty three points in a win. So like. Okay, that's fair. I chose him in FanDuel, Fantasy Sportsbook, so I'll take it. Yeah, it's a smart bet. It's a smart bet. But uh, I, my dark horse is probably Bobby Portis, honestly. The guy's going to ball out. <laughs> other other, other than uh, MVP, uh, if you had to go with the finals, are you just going to go Lakers-Nets right now, or are you uh, going to go Lakers-Bucks, Lakers not making Lakers it? Lakers-Bucks, dude. I think it's going to be Lakers-Bucks. Um, with the Lakers coming out on top again, though, they got to be healthy. Um, that's what it comes down to. And Westbrook, if Westbrook plays as bad as he did last night, the Lakers might not get out of the second round. Dude, they wouldn't get out of the first round, dude. If, if Westbrook can't hit his shots, he got he went like what six points, like like three of twelve or something, like horrible. Shit. He was doing dumb shit. He was like missing layups throughout the game. It seems like because he was looking for the foul every single time. He looks for the foul, and the refs weren't giving it to him. And he was actually a liability last night. They would have been better off without him suited up or playing. Deep. And another thing about the Lakers, dude, they kept putting Melo, Rondo, and Westbrook out there together, and that makes zero sense. Do you All think very uh, low average perimeter shooters, and you just can't do that in 2021 NBA. You can't have below average shooters out there 
all together in 2021. Like, why would Rondo and Westbrook ever be on the floor together? That makes zero sense to me. Defense? I I, I don't don't know. Dude, it made zero sense. And, like, the thing thing I have to ask you is, like, it was weird. Do you think that, like, last night's the type of game where LeBron calls Westbrook in and, like, sits him down and be like, on the film, you see that shit you just did right there? Don't do that again, otherwise you're traded. No, dude, because it's only game one. This is like this happens uh, when AD and LeBron first played together. Their first game, they kind of got smacked in that first game. Yeah, they did. I feel like I feel like that's LeBron's tradition. New year, new team gets smacked right away, and everyone writes him off. And then he's like, "You think I'm done? Watch this." And then he takes him to the Browns. The guy was throwing up. He threw up eleven three pointers last night. LeBron did, or who did? LeBron. LeBron threw up 11 three-pointers last night. He's not going to continue to shoot that many threes. He made five or six of them, but he's not going to continue to shoot that many threes. But who, who's your final pick? pick? You didn't even um, say. I probably would go. I mean, I'm, I mean, basic is Lakers, Nets. I think that's the safest bet. But in reality, what I would want to see would be Clippers and Kawhi Leonard bring it home. But I don't think they're going to do it. So, Dude, is Kawhi Leonard even going to play? No, he, he's not going to play this year, I don't think. Because yeah. my man, my man's scared of injuries, so it's just another year without the greatness of Kawhi. And oh, dude, that guy is the biggest choke artist in the sport. No, speaking of choke jobs, Kawhi Leonard's the biggest choke job in all of in that entire sport. No, no. What do you mean? How no? How? That guy's a choke artist. How? He's 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 a choke artist. Him and Paul George both. Dude, if it wasn't for it was one one, se- one series, one series. What do you mean? What happened last year? Kawhi got hurt, and they didn't choke. They lost to the to the Suns. They didn't Dude, blow. He, yeah, he had a couple games with him and Paul George, but god awful. And then the choke job against the Nuggets the two years ago was that bad to where he's now defined as a choke job. But like, and I don't hear I don't like, hear you calling Steph Curry a choke a choke artist. Well, Steph Curry's won three championships. But like, he blew a three one lead also in the finals. But then he went on to win two championships after that with KD. What? With KD. Yeah, but he still won two champions. If Kawhi Leonard wins one more championship. And you know what? You bring it up again. KD choked, KD choked away a 3-1 series that same year also to Steph Curry. Yeah, I know. But then he went on to win two championships, so then he got out of the choke oh job my. lane. So Kawhi wins a championship, he's out of the choke job? Kawhi just wins no, a championship. If he were to come back and win a championship with the Clippers, he'd be out of the choke. Or just championship in general. He'd no longer be a choke job. But until then, he's a choke job. Like, Lamar Jackson is a choke job. No, stop. You're not, you, you're not. You're not. If he wins the Super Bowl, I can no longer call him a choke that's job. Like Carl, right that's now. like Carl, Carl Carson wants a choke job because my man can't win in the playoffs. Who can't? Carson. He's never lost, though. Yes, he has lost in the playoffs. No, he hasn't. Not one time. Not, oh, yeah, lost. I forgot. Because he, he's injury prone. Thank you. He hasn't lost in the playoffs one time. He's he undefeated. Hasn't play, he hasn't even played in a playoff game. He did. He played two series, and then Jadavian Clowney cheap shot at him in the head knocked him out of the game. No, then Carson Otherwise, faked a concussion so he could throw another excuse oh why he couldn't win. Dude. dude, Carson Wentz, I already locked in the bets. If Carson, I already put in a bet for Carson Wentz MVP. We'll bet 10, win $2,000. And I'm putting, uh, I'm saying right now, dude, this time next week, we'll, he'll be in the conversation. He'll be in the conversation after he balls out on Sunday Night Football um, for the 49ers. But that leads us into our NFL talk. And let me just tell everyone out there, Carson Wentz is back. Let me just tell you, Carson Wentz is back, has the number one passer rating in the league when on passes thrown 10 yards down the field, has nine touchdowns to one interception, I think 12th in the league in passing yards, um, 10th in the league, I think, in passer rating. Let me just tell you, fellas, Carson Wentz is back, 
and it's going to take another three weeks where we're seriously talking about him being the league MVP. Um, and I and he'll he'll lead the Colts to the a- AFC South division. I I'm going to I'm going to have to I'm going to have to cut you off real quick. He could potentially lead him to the to the AFC South title because you never know with the Titans. But he's not in the MVP. I'm going to go as far as saying this, Funky. The Indianapolis Colts will be in the AFC Championship game. Mark my words. So you're switching up your AFC Championship game now, too. Yeah. Yeah. Because so, so, right, the Browns are done. That's all I'm hearing from your – you will be your, Colts, Bills in the AFC Championship. You're thinking about the Chiefs also? Okay, so your whole picture's just ruined. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're flip, well, we'll get into this next week. But all I got to say is this. He's not going to be the MVP conversation because there's only five people in the MVP, MVP conversation right now. For now. Yeah, right now. That's the key word, right now. Tom Brady, Josh Allen, Lamar, Kyler, Herbert, and Aaron Rodgers. I'll give you six. Let me also just be clear about something, though. Those six. Those six. All right, let me just also be clear about something. If the Ravens and Colts traded kickers, Lamar Jackson wouldn't be in the MVP conversation because his team would be 3-3 and with a loss to the Colts and the Lions. And Carson Wentz would be in the MVP conversation because his team would be 4-2 and if he had Justin Tucker. So with that said, is Justin Tucker in the MVP conversation? No, because he's a kicker. He's he's realistically kind of carrying Lamar Jackson into the MVP conversation in a way because he's the only reason they've won two games. He, no, he's not. He's the reason why they won one game. He, he's not the, the other game. No, he's not the reason why they won the Colts. Well, the other team's kicker wasn't. He yeah, was that's not to. that's not Justin Tucker making the kids. But he, <laughs> but he made, Justin Tucker made his two kicks, and the Colts kicker missed his two. Well, that's, I mean, like, come on, that's your job. Make a fucking kick. I mean, at the end of the day, hey, look, look, it comes down to this. It comes, no, it comes down to this. It comes down to this. Yes, Justin Tucker is the best kicker in the league. Yes. Yes, Carson Wentz has been balling. Yes. But what he's doing has clearly not been good enough compared to some other players. I think, personally, right now, the front runner for MVP, in my opinion, should be Kyler Murray. I think with what he's doing for the Cardinals... You can shake your head all you want to. I watched him against the Browns this past week. He looked kind of good. If not Kyler Murray, it's Lamar Jackson because Ravens have the most injuries out of anyone on IR. Yeah, but Lamar Jackson didn't even do anything this past weekend. He had like 150 yards passing. Like he had like 197. Like, had okay. And like 50 yards rushing and zero yeah. touchdowns. I know he didn't. I, I, that's why I didn't see Lamar first. I said Kyler first for a reason. Dude, what about Derrick Henry? You know... I, I would say Derrick Henry, but the thing is, I'm a firm believer that in today's age, the MVP is just a quarterback award. That's Dude, but, but if you watch the Titans play, that is their offense. Is Derrick I, I know it is. I, I know it is. Right. The Bills go down, march down the field, score two field goals to, uh, but to settle in the red zone. And if you were watching the game, you were like, the Bills are going to roll here. And then next thing you know, two plays later, Derrick Henry breaks one for 75 yards. Momentum shift, and he went on to score another two touchdowns. I, I think, dude... First Honestly, off, it should have been three touchdowns, but fucking Ryan Tannehill called his own number for a fucking three-yard run. I was like, you fucker. Yeah, yeah, and it was kind of badass. I need the fantasy points. I lost my .08 in one league because of that. If he, dude, if he gives Derrick Henry that touchdown or just gives him the ball for one yard, I win the game. Instead, he says, I'm going to call my own number. I lose my .08. .08. Oh, that's brutal. Yeah, it was. Dude, in, our, in our fantasy league, do I have the best team in the league or what? Are you ready to admit this yet? I think I think I was looking. I think you. I think I'm third highest points for. I think my team's just done. I I score points, but for some reason it's just like it's never good enough to win. Um, I think if you get in the playoffs, it can be dangerous. It just depends if you get in the playoffs. Dude, I'm getting in the playoffs. My team is by far. Let me just read you an off an absurd stat here for a second. 
wide receivers. I have the number one, number two, and number three. Who? Hold on one second. Uh, I have the – no, no, no. I have the number one, number two, number three, and number four. I have the top four wide receivers in fantasy football. Who are they? My- Cup, Adams. Tyreek Hill and my team are the four top scoring receivers in the entire league right now. But you can only play three of them at a time. You can only play three, though. Exactly, dude. That's the crazy thing. All four of them are on my roster. No one wants me. No, I've been trying to send out trades for Mike Williams, and no one wants me. I take him, but I don't know. I'd have to look, actually. I'm going to pull up your team right now and see what I can trade for. Oh, yeah. Speaking of fantasy teams, Daryl Henderson for Mike Williams. Deal. Hold on. First thing, no, I think I have to play him this week because my team's so be it. But no, first off, dude, I think on the last pod or something like that, you told me to not play Godert because he had COVID. Phone was yeah. broken. Completely forgot an intramural soccer game when I was playing. I come up, I go watch the Eagles Buccaneers game. And I said to myself, "Where the fuck is Godert? Oh my god, he has COVID." Go check, dude. If I don't play, if I actually put my other tight end, I think I win my game. I I've lost two games in back to back weeks because of coaching errors. Coaching errors have fucked me, dude. Dude, I even tried to give you a heads up too. You did. You you gave me the inside loop, and I I I fucked up, dude, because I didn't I didn't know. I it's just so frustrating. But dude, and then eight thirty a.m. hits. I heard on two hundred fifty dollar parlay because Jaguars won. Urban Meyer finally got laid. I'm sure he was sticking his finger up some balls, and it was great. <laughs> guy was kind of the man. The guy the guy is cool, but it's also just like Urban like. You barely beat a shitty Dolphins team, dude. But the dude, the Jaguars are the worst roster in the league right now. You think Come worse on. than the Texans? Uh, no, no, you're right. That was unfair of me to say because the Texans are that. The Jaguars at least have them. Are the I mean the Lions at least are competitive for the most part, but like, I think the Texans are just horrible. Yeah, dude. the Texans might actually like them and Georgia could be competitive. You know, you know, who's also just like turning into a dumpster fire. The Browns. The Browns are actually like, they could yeah. be, dude. The Browns could be fucked for a bit, dude. Because their schedule, I believe, doesn't get too easier, and they're so injured, bro. That's what I'm saying. Nick Chubb's out. Kareem Hunt's out. Baker's banged up. He might be out too. I think Baker's he's, out this no, week. He's not playing. He's not playing for tomorrow night. Case Keenum's in. That's what I'm saying. And they're. Do you know who they're playing Thursday night? Denver. That's a good defense. That's gonna be yeah, tough for their like offense. Yeah, which is disappointing because they were supposed to be good and they look like they might even make the playoffs right now. I mean, I'm okay with it. I'm not going to complain because, like, it helps the Ravens with the division. But, like, at the same time, it's, like, it's exciting. I liked watching them. They were actually, like, exciting football. You can't really complain when you're watching exciting football. But, I mean, other than that, besides that, let's see what else happened crazy. How about the uh, the Cowboys-Patriots game? Are the Cowboys destined to be good or is it just, like, their offense and that's it? Dude, this is a typical Cowboys thing. They'll end up choking in the playoffs. Well, we, we, like, we're, they're not like, winning the Super Bowl. I'm saying, like, are they good enough to actually, like, compete for, like, an NFC Championship spot? Or is it, like, no, their defense? Because, like, their defense looks horrible against Mac Jones and the Patriots. Yeah, I mean, Trayvon Diggs is, like, hyped up. But he, like, teams teams should almost start throwing at him more. Or, like, yes. double move. Dude. Shit. Like, they should be able to burn him deep. Dude, um, like, a lot of his – I mean, that one interception, you know that one that he had the pick six against the Patriots all – People are highlighting this man for that play. You know what I saw? A receiver fuck up. Hit the guy right in the hands, and then he threw it to Diggs, and Diggs just ran the rest. The very next play, he got to- torched, dude. Torched for, like, yeah, an 80-yard bar. The, the safety for sure botched that, though, too. 
but like he did get torched. But it's so just like I like I actually start throwing at him more to be honest with I, you. I I hate I hate when like it happened with the Chiefs Bills like two weeks ago or a week ago. I hate when defensive players get all hyped. Like yes, you made the interception. Yes, you made the play. The only reason why you made the play was because the quarterback threw a perfect ball to that receiver, and the receiver couldn't do his job. Like, yeah. I'm sorry, dude. Like, yeah, you should be hyped, but at the same time, it's off the guy's hands. Like, how, how, are, you, how are you acting like you were – the guy's five yards open. He just fucked up, and you got the easy play. Like, why are you acting like you're the hot shit? Dude, the best is when it, like, hits a receiver's hands, he drops it, and then the defender, like, tries to taunt, <laughs> like, go incomplete. And I'm like, bro, like, you just got worked. How are you going to taunt right e- now? Either – like, it's Sometimes like, they'll make a flag, but they'll like tackle the receiver to the ground and then get up all pumped up and the flag's down to pass interference. It's like, how stupid can you be? Well, it's also like, dude, like they get hyped if like the receiver drops the pass, they're hyped. Or if like the quarterback throws the hype, the the terrible pass, the guy's wide open. Like, yeah, I'm on that. It's like, no, you're not, dude. Like, you just got torched. The other guy just couldn't execute. Like, yeah, you were about to get exposed. How stupid can you be, dude? But. The, uh, that game was pretty wild, um, but Cowboys definitely have a good roster. But Mike McCarthy will eventually cost them the playoffs, dude. That guy, I'm not sure exactly what he necessarily does. I saw either like Stephen A. Smith or one of those announced like analysts, it might have been Ryan Clark, who who literally said Mike McCarthy is the worst coach on the Cowboys roster. He's the guy holding them back, and I firmly believe Mike McCarthy is a horrible, horrible coach. Yeah, I mean he has he hasn't done himself any favors this year, that's for sure, but. Also, I realized, dude, those analysts are all clowns. Bro. Yeah, yeah, they're all they're all biased. They're all clowns. They're just paid to stir the pot. But like, I started to think about, it. I was like, dude, Mike McCarthy really only had Aaron Rodgers, and he kind of fucked that up. Yeah, and it took Aaron Rodgers to have like an MVP year to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, but like, what truly did he do? Nothing. The last thing I want to bring up for two things is one is. Ravens, we looked really, really good against the Chargers. You know that just means we're clicking stride. So I'm happy about that. I think we are legit. Uh, sole place of the AFC, not just the, the, the division, not just the North, but the whole AFC. So you know we're the best of the best. I think we have like third best record. I mean tied for second with like two other teams with the best record in the NFL. Um, so how about them Ravens? I want to hear you say go Lamar and go the Ravens. Um, I mean, I'm not gonna say go Lamar, go the Ravens. <laughs> like, why would anyone ever say that? Like, I just, I just did. But get, don't get me wrong. Like, they are looking good. The, they are, if they can run the ball the way the way they did with the running back, like they did on Sunday, um, they're right. pretty tough to beat yeah. in the regular season. Again, I mean, we all know what happens in the playoffs. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get there later. We'll get there. But the other thing I want to bring up is. But we'll, we'll get there later when it's actually playoffs. I'm not going to talk playoffs. Dude, I was looking at their schedule, though. They can, they could win the next, they should win the next four games. Dude, they, they should be can. nine and one going to that Browns yeah. game. Their, their yeah. schedule's not that hard right now. It's, a lot of home games against teams who just aren't that good. But uh, yeah. we'll the thing see. I wanted to bring up for you was the, the Bills game against the Titans with that fourth down, Josh Allen. Yeah, but I, see, this is my problem. I don't understand why people are questioning the call. I think it was the right. Right decision to go for it, but bad, bad execution of the play. Yeah, like the guy just actually like he slipped and he got blown up. Like you're gonna go for that ten out of ten times. You have a six four, two hundred and forty pound quarterback, and you need to get one yard. Like why would you want to go to overtime on the road when like overtime works if you don't get the ball first? Like you could be screwed. So like why would they want to? Why would they like alter to go to overtime? And ultimately, dude, that's the greatest thing about sports is you play to win, and that's what they did. You play to win the game. The, I just didn't. I just didn't like the way Josh Allen was going at the tackles gap. I thought he should have been more in the like the guard or whatever. 
stay a little closer. Because that tackle, dude, like, if you watch that play, that tackle got blown the fuck up. I watched it so many times. I'm just literally watching, like, your one job is to be a blocker. Let alone, this is the biggest play of the game. You have to cut off that guy. And that guy moved so slow off the ball and got blown the fuck up. A slipping Josh Allen should have still made that play. He still should have gotten yeah. there, dude. But the fact that that tackle, I don't even know his name because I just, like, I spat his name. I read it. I read the back of his jersey, and I spat it. I was like, you're horrible. The fact that that guy couldn't just have a step game from the defenseman just so Josh Allen could get, like, a yard. I was praying for overtime, though, for Derek Henry to get me another .8 points in fantasy. Oh, true. So I was fucking that pissed. Hurts. I was fucking pissed, yeah, but well, like I had the Bills money line, so that hurt too. But, um, but yeah, they're gonna go for that play ten out of ten times, and they're yeah. probably gonna execute it nine out of ten times. And like, it was just unfortunate for sure. Yeah, I mean, oh well, it it it's what happens. You you can't obviously, as you know, you can't win them all, but that's just disappointing. I thought they were gonna do a little better on that play. Especially when I saw them going for, it, I was all hyped, and then the guy got blown up. I was like, that's kind of shitty. Yeah, um, it was a hype game though. Great game. Yeah, fun game to watch. Fun game to watch. But you and I live another day in the survivor pool too. How much how, can you share how much we're playing for here too, Froggy? Um so for, for those of those who are curious, Dylan and I are in a survivor pool of uh I I would say about, you know, one four, four thousand plus or minus dollars. You know, a couple Couple, you know, a couple bands. I would, I would say we're we're playing for a couple bands. I'm not, I'm not gonna go into the details of how much bands we're trying to make, but you know, we're 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 playing for money. Yeah, I think it was like four grand. There was 150 people on it, 25 piece. It was like 100, dude. It was, I think it, it was like 180 people. It was like a lot. Like there was a shit ton amount of people, and like we're still in it. We're on week seven. Um, I mean, I think I already know who I'm going to take for this upcoming week. I don't know about you, but, I mean, the first team that came up to my mind when I was looking at the schedule was uh, the Cardinals against the Texans. Like, why not? Yeah, that's who I'm going with, too. I mean, it, the Texans have been that awful, um, and obviously the Cardinals are undefeated, so I hope this is not the time to lose the game, but I'm going Cardinals for sure. Um, I'm locking in. I was looking at the other people, and there were some people who have already chose the Cardinals, so they can't choose them, so – I'm able to at least root against other teams. You know what I mean? I hate when, like, 100 of the 110 people all choose the same team. Yeah. I mean, the the only other, like, you won't like my answer. There's only two other teams I would take if it wasn't the Cardinals. These are the only other two games I would take. One is the Packers over the football team because I just think that Aaron Rodgers is on a mission to scream, I own you to every single person he plays against because <laughs> yeah. that man clearly owns us all because he's fucking sure. legit. And the other one would be, I think, uh, Raiders over Eagles. I think that's the only other one I would take. Dude, I dare you to choose the Raiders, actually. I'm not taking the Raiders. I'm just saying, if I don't take the no, Cardinals. No, no. Ronky, take, take the Raiders. Take I don't the Raiders. want, I want I, to take the Cardinals. Yeah. I said the Cardinals first. I want to take the Cardinals. No, I'm just saying. You, you, you can save the Cardinals for later weeks. That's not how yeah. I play, though. I play safe as bet possible so I can move on to the next round. I'll f- figure yeah, out the I matchup think, later. I, Choose the Raiders, and that would be the only time I actually am rooting for you to be eliminated for being an idiot. Yeah, don't hate me. Hate hate the game, dude. Don't hate the player. Come on, dude, man. Dude, don't choose. Dude, don't bet against the Eagles. I'm telling you. I don't didn't bet. say I was. These are advice to our 25 listeners. To... They've been god awful. They've been god awful. But that kind of goes into our preview. They've been god awful. But I think they actually match up well with the Raiders because the Raiders have an average running back. 
Um, but the Raiders rely on the deep ball, and the Eagles have done a good job defending the big play this year. That's kind of how their defense is strategized. So um, I actually think they match up pretty well with the Raiders. But, again, if you don't run the footballs in offense, you don't match up well with anybody. And Nick Sirianni, the, the high school football coach of um, Sealands Grove High, who they promoted to the Eagles head coach, has been god-awful, and he's holding the team back. So that turns around. I'm telling you, I think they match up well with the Raiders, and I think we're going to get a win there. But So is that, is that your pick? Are you choosing the Eagles over the Raiders? Right there? Is that one of the five pick-ems? Uh, it is, actually. Oh, I so see. You, you are taking the that's Eagles. That's my pick. I'm taking the Eagles over the Raiders. I'm going to take the, the Raiders because, you know, they're at oh, home. Oh, no shit. I mean, yeah, no shit, dude. <laughs> last time, last time, last time we had, last time we had the Raiders on this pick'em, I chose the Ravens and we lost. I'm, I'm not, I'm, I'm choosing the Raiders. Like, I'm being safe. I'm going to be smart. Speaking of which, it, before we continue with the rest of the pick'ems, Diz, do you want, do you want to give an update of our records? I went back, everyone. I did go back and I looked at the records. About time. I mean, I know we're episode seven, but we do have our, have our current standings right now for who, who knows more about football. And Diz's biasness might be killing him. Yeah, and I'm kind of getting worked, which is ironic because I'm in a pick em pool with Chris Picks and Siege Forge, and I eat up every week. I've made some bills off of them because I beat them. Uh, I've beaten them four, four weeks now out of the seven or out of the six. Four out of the six weeks, I've beaten both of them. So I'm eating up money. So it's ironic. Frank's kicking my ass. I'm 15 and 16 right now below average um but we're we're climbing back up this week and Frankie's 20 and 11 so he's five games up on me right now but you know it's a long season still got a ways to go and today's this week's the big bounce back week so i got some good fire picks some upset picks as well i mean and it starts with eagles beating the raiders um at 305 central time on sunday that that's one game against each other like you gotta make sure we don't pick the same game so there's one but like Look at the other games you want to choose. Chiefs, Titans. Who are you choosing there? You know, this was actually a tough one for me. This is a tough one. I I would be shocked that the Chiefs can slow down Derrick Henry. Um, and I want to root for the Chiefs because I'm obviously now a big Carson Wentz fan, so I, I want the Titans to lose. So I, I'm going with the Chiefs here. Um, I think maybe Mahomes will do a better job not turning it over, but it's always tough for me to pick against the Chiefs just because we've seen their dominance over the last two years. So I feel like I'm always picking them. So I'm sticking with the Chiefs, and I'm choosing them to to beat the Titans. Um, I think that is probably a really, really good pick with the Chiefs. However, the Chiefs' defense is horrendous. I know the Titans' defense is horrendous. But at the end of the day, Derrick Henry will again carry the Titans to victory, and they will go 5-2. and two. And the Chiefs will go three and four. So I got the I got the tight ends because it worked out for me last week when they played the Bills. Why not go with the same formula? And besides, five game lead, I'll go I'll go two and two split. You know, let 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 let's see what happens this week. You know. Yeah, are we gonna be split up across the board? Because up next we got Bengals Ravens, and this is upset special of the weekend right here. Upset special right here of the weekend. Oh Bengals Ravens. I'll never forget. I think it was three years ago now. Bengals Ravens week 17 of the playoffs Ravens got to win to make the playoffs they lay an egg and lose and this is this is just old Baltimore fashion come off a big win feeling good about themselves and they're going to go lay an egg so I'm going with the Bengals on the road are taking the lead first place in the division and everyone's going to be saying is Joe Burrow for real 
and the Bengals are going to prove they're for real. They're going to go upset the Ravens. Not going to have an answer for Jamar Chase. Lamar Jackson's going to be kept in check, and everyone's going to be brought back to reality, and soon there's going to be a quick replacement in the MVP conversation. The great eight will be replaced by the great number two in Indy. And number, I'm going what, with the what, Eagles. What, what number was he for the Eagles again? 11. Oh, yeah, that's right, because he doesn't want to be remembered by the Eagles, so he switched his number. Thank you for reminding me that. No, no, he changed numbers. That way he lets Jalen Hurts know who the real number two is. No, it's not. Stop it. Dude, come on. The fact, the fact, the fact, dude, the fact that you actually think that the Bengals are going to win this game is actually, like, laughable. Like, that's laughable. I know you are, because every single time, I've said this before, and I've looked at the pits. I, I went through them. I looked at the pits. You always pick against the Ravens. Why do you think I have a five-game advantage? You chose the Eagles every time, and you chose against the Ravens every time. You should use common sense. Choose the Ravens. Don't choose the Eagles. Because the Ravens are about to smack that ass. Come home again. Dude, come on now. Jamar Chase may do well. Joe Mixon won't run the ball. Joe Burrow, he's not mobile with that line. He's going to get sacked all the time. You thought Justin Herbert looked bad? Wait till you see Joe Burrow with the fucking blitz and come down. his. He's going to look like a deer in headlights. Show me the Ravens by multiple scores. I'm just telling you, I'm going. I'm going with the Bengals in this game. It's going to be upset special, um, and Baltimore is going to slowly go from top dog to not even first place in their own shitty division. So, show who, 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 whose division is shitty? They no AFC North or the NFC East? AFC North this year. You, I wish, I wish our fans could see the <laughs> smile on your face for that little lie you just called right now. <laughs> Look at that! Come on I'm, now, dude. I'm the NFC North isn't very good. I will give you credit. I mean, the NFC East is god awful. Don't get me wrong, but the AFC North is probably if the NFC East is the worst division, the AFC North might be second worst this year. The Browns are starting Case Keenum tomorrow, and they're starting running back is D. Ernest Johnson. Who is that? Tell me who D. Ernest Johnson is. You're, you're telling you're telling me that the AFC North is. Worse than the AFC South, who has the Jaguars and Texans, who we've already established are the two two of the worst teams in the whole league. Yeah, but they got they got Wentz and they got two MVP frontrunners. They have one. They have one. Derrick Henry, Derrick Henry, number two. Number number two is the M- MVP in your heart, but not reality. <laughs> He's not yet. He's not yet. You'll see in a couple weeks, though. So. All right, well, all right, all right, all right, all right. Who, who, Again, he doesn't have to prove anyone wrong. He's not trying to prove you wrong. He's just going to prove me right. All right, moving, moving on to, you know, he's proving you right and wrong at the same time because he's not going to win MVP. But moving on to the next game, we have the – Monday night football, Colts versus 49ers. In San Fran, might, might, yeah. might I add. I mean, I mean, you know who I'm going with. You don't even know who's starting at quarterback for San Francisco. Who knows what that – what that dumpster fire shit show is. Um, but we all know who's starting quarterback for the Indianapolis Colts. I mean, I was um, going, I'm going Colts also for that one. Okay. You, I'm getting you to jump on the bandwagon. I've always you – know, you, here's the thing. I've always liked Carson Wentz. I will never forget. I liked Carson Wentz before you liked Carson Wentz because I watched that man play for North Dakota State when he smacked my boys at Towson University in the F, FCS championship. I mean, I was like, this guy's legit. He's really good. And then he went to Philly to you guys, and he made you guys made me hate Carson Wentz because of fans like you. <laughs> hey, I see you. You're jumping on the bandwagon. You All right, call, call it what you want, man. I mean, I, I, I think the Colts' defense is, is pretty legit. I think the Colts' defense is nice. I think they'll be fine. But at the end of the day, it's like 
Carson Wentz and Jonathan Taylor are going to be too much for the Niners. I don't care who's starting for the quarterback. I just don't think the Niners are that nice. I think the Niners are just overrated. Like they're Yeah, they have players. been overrated, dude. Kyle Shanahan's kind of been overrated, to be honest. He, he's, a, he, he's an OC, not an HC, in my opinion. Yeah, but even remember when he blew the Super Bowl with the Falcons, right? I blame I, I blame Matt Ryan for that one. Yeah, but who, Matt, uh, Kyle Shanahan was calling the plays. Yeah, but like you can only do so much when you call the plays. You have to execute also. Yeah. I, I put I put like I said earlier in the podcast I put in a perfect three three zone for us to be successful. It does not matter <laughs> if my kids go out there for the fucking hard shells and run man to man and not know what the fuck to do. I I can't do everything for you. I can only teach you what to do. Sometimes you don't have the athletes or the players. That's fair. That's fair. But that leads us to our last pick on Monday Night Football. We got the comedy show. Actually, this is gonna be a total comedy show. Jameis Winston versus Geno Smith. <laughs> On Monday Night Football, um, I saw enough of Geno Smith. I, I saw enough of him before last game, and I've just seen enough of that guy. I'll never put my money in Geno Smith's hands, so I'm going to put my money in James Winston's hands, which is also something I'm surprised I'm saying, but I'm going with the Saints. I mean, like I said on Episode 1, Episode 2, every episode we are a pro James Winston podcast. I will pick James Winston again. Um, last time you, we brought the Saints up, I think I chose against them because I thought Aaron Rodgers was it. Well, they smacked Aaron Rodgers week one. Three. Week one, I hate my words. I said I like James Winston, but I had to go with Rodgers. I don't really like Geno Smith. I think he's kind of a he's, – he's, like you say, he's a bum. He's not it. So, Saints, I, plain and simple, dude. J, James Winston, future MVP. In or out, but – I'm going to gain you this week. Um, I'm looking forward to it. Next time we're talking next week, I'm going to be down only two games. You think you think different. you really you really think you're going to be down? I think I'm going to gain like three more on you because like this is just like not good picking against the Ravens. Dude, I'm telling you the Bengals upset special of the week. I'm telling you you just wait and see it's going to happen. It's going to happen. The only game the only game I think you could actually win would be the Chiefs Titans one. Dude, I, I feel so confident in the Bengals to where I'm actually going to bet on the Bengals' money line. Do you want to give me the money? Hand, that's hand that's the bet of the week. You're, you're, just throwing away, you're just throwing away money right now. Do you want to give it to me for free? Dude, that's the, that's the bet of the week. I'm telling you right now, for all you listeners, bet of the week for its value is Bengals' money line at plus 245. Throw 50 on it, you win 200. Or, no, you win 150. Throw 50 on it and you're losing 50. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, that's the play of the week. For all you listeners out there, play of the week. Bengals money line. Parlay it with the Eagles money line. And we got lock and big money weekend. Well, I mean, I guess we'll see. I'm not, I'm not like I said, I'm trying to be more humble this year because the last two years I was kind of a cocky douche. So, you know, I'll just let, I'll just let Lamar do my talking for me. Yeah, I mean, again, I'll say, I'll say it once and I'll say it again. I root for Lamar Jackson the regular season, but... This week, I just think the Bengals are going to pull off the upset, and that's how it's going to go. So, but uh, that's all for the Frankie and Diz show. Frankie, you got any last words for next week? The things I want to say are this. You know, guys, we are doing our best on this podcast to grow. But in order for us to grow is spread the word. We're trying to speak a uh, little drunk, speak knowledge to you guys about sports and life. One thing in life I've told you is this. If you're not ready to compete, if you're not knowing what you have to do, ask someone, otherwise you look like a fucking idiot. That's why I told my 8th grader on Sunday. So, do the same. Get the word out. Let's increase that 25 to 26 by next week. Just one listener. 
Yes, sir. Have a good night and go birds. Go Ravens and go Star Weekend, baby. You already know. Oh,